Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Have a seat, amen. Praise the Lord, amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. First of all, we want to wish everyone here from, from, from our family, from my wife and I, amen, to your homes and to those online on, on Facebook and YouTube, we want to wish everyone here a very happy and safe new year, amen. Hallelujah. So turn around and tell somebody, happy new year. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year to you guys out there. Amen. Shout back out there online. Amen. Happy New Year. Amen. May we seek more of God in 24. Come on, more in 24. Amen. That's just, that just kind of flows really good. Amen. You can do anything in 24, right? With more. Hallelujah. Trust more in 24. Love more in 24. There's a lot more that we can do in 24. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. So let's not just rhyme it. Let's be it. Can somebody say amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the last service of 2023. So the next time we meet on Wednesday, amen, will be 2024. Amen. And so what greater way to start the new year than say, you know what? I'm going to make that commitment. Come on, somebody. Come on. It's a commitment. It's not a Sunday thing. So Wednesday thing is an everyday thing, amen. Whatever time these doors are open, whatever's going on in the house of God, amen, we should be part of that. And maybe for some of us, you know what, I need to make a better commitment in 2024. I need to make myself more available in 2024, amen. Come on, God, God, God's looking for availability. He's not, he's, not, he's not looking for the talent. He just needs you to show up. Because God will use anyone. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you don't have to be certain, you don't have to be certain things, save certain amount. Amen. God will use you. Just be available. Come on. If you can use anyone, somebody say, use me. Come on. Just use me. God, I want to, I want to be used by God because God's, God's love. Amen. If he lives inside of us, amen. We can't contain this. We can't hold this. We got to tell somebody about it. Come on, it's just like finding a, something new, man. Wow, you, you gotta try this out. You know, when you ever went to a place and man, you gotta go check out the Thai food here. Amen, right? If there any good food, you start telling people about it, right? Come on, we got some, we got some good news here. Come on, church. The world needs some good news. Amen. So the world needs, uh, the, the, the good news of Jesus Christ. Some people out there are living with no hope. Come on, there's hope in Jesus. Come on, there's no hope in the Pope. But there's hope in Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on. We, we got we to point them to Jesus. Say, you know, God can turn your life around, turn your marriage around, fix your finances, restore, re, re, refix, amen, do everything. And what better place than to do it when a new year? Come on. Somebody say, give me more in 24. Hallelujah. Today I want to minister a message, just a, a, a short message to get us to the end of this year and look forward to something new in the in the new year amen and so and then we're going to have some fun at the end amen and just celebrate a little bit this is a celebration right this is new year's eve amen that's why i said dress your sunday best amen come on out amen even nate has shoes on amen a shirt hallelujah Woo! brother earl says you said dress up i said man you look sharp bro <laughs> Come on, all you guys are looking good, amen. And so, you know what? He's the king, right? So we dress for the king. Come on, he's, he's royalty. I mean, you can be who you are to be, but it's all right to get dressed up a little bit, amen? Sometimes you get a little sloppy for Jesus, amen? Come on, sometimes it's all right to throw on a little blazer, or you know what, throw some, some new kicks or something like that, amen, and just come in and say, you know what, I'm representing my father. Come on, my father's a king. He's the king of kings. Come on, he's the Lord of lords, amen. Come on, he's the alpha and the omega. He's the bride and morning. He's everything. So we, why won't we look good for him, right? You go dress out, go have lunch or dinner or whatever with your, with your, your special girl, amen, special man, amen. You dress up a little bit for something good, right? 
This dress up for the Father. Can somebody say amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I want to minister a message entitled the, the reset button. The reset button. We got any old school gamers in the house? Amen. Come on. Come on. Any old school gamers? Amen. That owned a Nintendo game system. The original one. Come on. The little square box. You remember that little square box? You open it up and when the game didn't work, you had to to blow on it, amen. Click it again. Does it work? No. And then you had to put it in, and, and finally it would start to work. You know, whatever it is, amen. Come on. We got any old school gamers in the house? I'm the only old one, huh, man? <laughs> you guys are all new school, amen. Hallelujah. But old school, amen. If you remember, that, it was a really cool system, man. And what was cool about it that you can, you can start playing the game. And if you're messing up, if you're having just a bad time at the game, or you're not really doing your best, amen, or the person that you're playing against is beating you, guess what you can do? <laughs> Hit the reset button, and guess what? Start over. Come on, the person would get mad, right? You're beating him, you're like, yeah, yeah, and you go, boom. Like, hey, would you do that? Hey, hey, sorry. We need to start over, amen. It's a complete, listen, it was a complete start over. It didn't start, it didn't stop where you were messing up and you, and you were right there. You started all over. Come on, somebody. All you had to do is press the reset button and you get a complete new start. You get a fresh start. You get a start over and a new beginning. Come on, somebody. Somebody say reset. How many need a reset in this place? Come on. We forget about that, but it's inside of us. All of us. Every one of us here has a reset button. Come on. You just got to find it. <laughs> Let me tell you, spouses, they know where it's at. <laughs> my wife knows where my reset button's at. Amen. <laughs> Come on. But it's a fresh start, amen, and you got to understand, you know what, in 2023, there has been a year of ups and downs, and for some of you guys, all arounds. But Jesus did say in John 16, that in this world, in this world, in your surroundings, wherever you live, you will have tribulations. You're going to have some trials. Distress, come on, somebody say hello. Storms, battles, troubles. Somebody say yep, yep, and yep. <laughs> you can check each one of those out, amen. We've all gone through those things in life. Come on, just because you come to Jesus, just because you come to church, just because you came to peace, salve, doesn't mean all those troubles go away. Come on. The question is, what are you going to do when those troubles show? Are we going to handle it like we did in 2023 or the past years? Are we going to learn from the mistakes of the past years? Are we going to do something different? Amen. Uh, see, those things and trials and tribulations are to improve us and help us. To be better, not shut us down, but build us up. So what are you going to do when those things show up? Again, because they're coming. Trouble's going to go away just because it's a new year. Woo, new year, no more troubles. Who told you that? <laughs> right? What are you looking for in 24? How many need that fresh start? How many need that reset button pushed? Come on, somebody. Somebody say Reset. No, you got to say it like this. Reset. You got to have a little attitude when you say reset. Reset. Because when you do the reset, it's you're talking to yourself. See, we're good to tell other people, reset. <laughs> but we got to tell ourselves that. We have to reset in our lives, church. Listen, we just wrapped up the perfect series in the month of December. 
We understand that Christmas was the perfect time to align our lives back to the perfect Savior and offer ourselves as a perfect gift to him. And when we join forces with Jesus, we don't break down, we break through. Oh, oh I, mean, I said, when we, when, did you guys get that? We don't break down, we break through. Oh, they're getting louder over here than you guys. I said, we don't break down, we break through. Can you do better? We don't break down, we break Whoa, whoa, yeah, there, whoa! <laughs> that, that last one just beat it. <laughs> Someone hit the reset on her. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look what Jesus says in John 16, 33. I'm going to read out of the Amplified Version. I like the way it says here. It says, I've told you these things, and I didn't give the scripture to the guys here, but God just threw this in this morning as I was going over. I told you that these things that, so that in me, somebody say in him, this is Jesus. He says, I told you these things that, that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you will have tribulation, trials, and distress and frustration you will lose your mind go nuts and go crazy sorry that's the pta translation pastor art amen i just added that there come on you ever lost your mind you ever got nuts over something come on now hey did you ever go crazy like cray cray your spouse ever get crazy like that well he's going cray cray pastor i get calls like that he cray cray you better talk to him. You better talk to her. I get the phone calls, guys. That's what happens. That's what happens over there. Cray, cray. Fix him. It says, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have trials and distress and frustration. But Jesus goes on to say this. Be of good cheer. Let courage. Be confident. Be certain untaunted for I this is the Lord speaking have overcome the world I have deprived it of power to harm you and I have conquered it for you come on somebody say amen hallelujah he says right here I have conquered it for you amen that we say I we are victorious through Jesus we are overcomers through the blood of the lamb church understand today amen you're not defeated amen you are an overcomer amen as we connect with Christ then this comes with it we team up with Jesus it's when we start to team up with the world or team up with our thoughts or team up with those who are not part of Christ. Amen. That's when we fail. Look to your neighbor and say, you need some Jesus. No, tell yourself you need some Jesus. Like I said, amen, we're good to point things out to certain people out. Amen, right? Come on, you need Jesus, bro. You need him. Oh, no, you need him. Hallelujah. Somebody say, we all need needs Jesus come on we forget that we are victorious we forget when he was on the cross he said it is finished that's it we just joined the winning side right there as long as you're teamed up with Jesus we are victorious why are so many people in the church walking with their heads down? Yes, we have troubles. He said you're going to have trouble. He says you're going to have tribulation. He says you're going to go through heartaches. You're going to go, but he says be of good cheer. Come on, be of good cheer in 2024. I've overcome the world and I conquered it for you. Come on, trust in me and watch what I do, son, daughter. I can fix anything with a snap of my finger. I can blink my eye. I can... Blow troubles away. That's the God we serve. I think the more we can understand that, the more victorious we can be. And then we can see more in 24. How many want to see more? Come on. Come on. We, we cry out, open my eyes. Oh, 
He says, son, I've already done it. You're victorious. The blood, my blood is conquered and swiped away everything. We got to believe that, church. Listen, we, say I, we ourselves are not perfect. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, don't look at somebody say amen. No, don't do that. Say amen to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's okay not to be perfect. Raise your hand if everybody walked into this place perfect. Woo! We're going to pray for him first. Hallelujah. He just proved it. Hallelujah. Come on, we may have thought everything was okay. We may have thought it was, I'm not that bad, but we were all needing Jesus. Amen. That's why we walked into the house. That's why we came here because we were lacking something in our lives. Amen. Come on. We may not, we may have everything okay in our homes, but we still needed something. And that's why we came because we were lacking something in our life. And there has to be more to life than just this. Come on. There's a savior. We needed something, church. That's why we came in this place. And Jesus, the good part, accepts us as we are. That's the good news, amen. He invites the broken, he invites the lost and the confused, and he offers hope. Ain't hope good? Man, how many can use some hope in your life? Oh, somebody say, give me some hope. Man, I, I, I need some hope every day. Man, I need some love. Anybody need some love? Come on, I, I need to be loved. I want to feel loved. And God does both those things. And he brings increase to our faith. When we start to trust in his love. Can somebody say amen? Listen, he invites us as we are broken, confused, whatever it may be that brought you into the church. How many know that good people are still going to hell? <laughs> Do you know that? Unless they have... Jesus. So goodness doesn't get you in. Only, only Jesus. You've got to have him. Romans ch chapter 3, 23 says this in the new King James Version says, For we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The New Living Translation says this, For everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Romans chapter 3.10 says this in the New King James. It says, as it, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Like I said, we all, somebody say all, somebody say me, need Jesus. We need Jesus, amen. You don't need anything else. For there's no other name given from heaven above that, that, that we come to. But Jesus, every other person you have to bow, will bow down to the name of Jesus. It's not Allah, it's not Buddha, it's none of that. It's, it's Jesus. Amen. We've all fallen short in our walk. For some of us, we've fallen short in 2023. Someone, someone say amen. And we're going to fall short in 2024. I just read that we all, we're all sinners. We're all going to fall short. All of us have fallen short in 2023. I've fallen short. <gasps> you, Pastor? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't arrived. I haven't made it. Amen. We're going to fall. As long as we're living in this world, amen, we're going to fall short. That's why we need more Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on. Anybody blow it here? Anybody say something you didn't want to say? Did something you didn't want to do? Saw something you didn't want to see? Come on. I'm not saying we don't repent. I don't say that we don't fall. We fall short, but we, man, I can call God. Oh, man, I, we can call, we can repent right there. But we're going to fall short. The enemy's prowling around. The enemy's trying to get you. The enemy's trying to set up things for you. The enemy knows exactly what you like. He studies you and he's going to bring it to you. Come on, somebody say amen. So we're going to fall short. But with Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Come on, we can press the reset button and get a complete 
new start, a start over, a fresh start, amen. We can become perfect in him, amen, because of his amazing grace. It's because it doesn't matter, church, how you started or how what happened along the way, amen, but how you finish, amen, and because grace will always be there to pick you up. I thank God for grace, mercy, everything that he offers, amen, forgiveness, all that picks me up. Come on, when I need a reset, amen. Somebody say reset. reset. Listen, sin is sin. Doesn't matter how big, doesn't matter how small. All sins make us sinners. All sin separates us from God. But all sins can be forgiven because of Jesus. And we can be made perfect in Him. Come on, somebody say amen. Somebody say, give it to me. <laughs> I want that. I want that perfection in Christ. And he offers it to all of us. Can somebody say yes? Come on. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10 says, the NIV says, And by that will we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Verse 14 says this, For by one sacrifice he made perfect forever for those who are being made holy. Listen. God's new and living way for us to please him is not by keeping the laws. Did you know that? Come on, though the laws are there as a guidance for us, not even from abstaining from sin, because we're all going to fall short from it, right? We're all going to fall into sin, amen? Come on, we're all going to go through that, amen? But it's by coming to him in faith to be forgiven. Somebody say, I'm forgiven. And then following him in loving obedience. Listen, church, that's the reset button. When you hit your, hit that reset button with God, it aligns you back in a start over for you. It, it aligns us back to a loving father that forgives us of our mistakes, amen. And when we have faith in him and we start following him in loving obedience, and he starts to put all that brand new in our lives. Jesus wants you to hit the reset button as we end 2023 to start 2024 with a fresh start. Now, I'm not saying forget, you know, I'm not telling your, your spouses to forget what they, what they've done to you this year. Or things that happen. I mean, we, come on, we, we, we forgive, but you know, we don't usually forget, right? Spouses say amen. Come on, we keep it in our back pocket and we use it when we fall short. Well, I don't remember you. Come on. But we got to be just like Jesus. If he forgives, he forgets. Come on. And I'm not saying that, to, I'm not that being unsensitive with things, you know, you don't know. You got to work on some things. Come on, somebody. So I'm not just saying, you know, reach that fresh start. You look at your smile, hey, it's a fresh start. Leave me alone. You know. I'm not saying that, amen. Come on. Pastor said, reset. I, I pressed it. Gotta leave me alone. I'm brand new in Christ, you know, get all holy and stuff. No, we gotta work on some of those things still, church. We have to work on those, those, we're gonna reap what we sow. The word says that. How many are reaping still some stuff back there? Come on, we, we, there are, there are things that are gonna change, but those things are to change us to learn a lesson and to move forward and to grow and to trust. Come on, somebody. And so don't use it as, as a, a cop-out. Oh, reset, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Not going to work. Can somebody say amen? Come on. It's, it's, it's through that time when we press the reset. is when we come to God and say, God, I, I messed up. God, I, I've fallen short. God, I, I said the wrong thing. I, I did the wrong thing. God, I repent. Forgive me. I love you. I want to follow you in obedience. Boom, a reset button gets hit. That's when you hear when there's true uh, remorse and there's true, uh, you know, the, that, that guilt of sin. And say, God, how can I think that? How can I say that? How can I do that? Father, forgive me. And you press that reset button and it gives you a brand new start. That's why we have altar calls. 
And for churches that don't have altar calls, there's something wrong. Amen. There's not an invitation for someone to get challenged by the word that's been ministered, amen, or the Holy Spirit ministering to you that says, get there and I'll forgive you, son. Get there and I'll forgive you, daughter. I'll fix your life. Just come in true repentance. That's why people cry at the altar. They're they're having an encounter with God, amen, and God's saying, I forgive you. Each time he had that encounter, he would say, I forgive you. Go and sin no more. We just get up. We're going to fall short. He knows that. We know that. But we know where to go to when it happens. We can repent and he can say the same thing to us again. I forgive you. Come on, somebody say that. I forgive you. See, there's some of you guys here in this house today that you need to forgive somebody. You can't take 20, you can't go into 2024 without, with unforgiveness in your heart. And you're going to have to let it go. Come on. You got to turn it over. You got to trust God. If it's something that's been bad and you're hurt, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that, but you're going to have to trust God with it. And you're going to have to, you know, God says, vengeance are mine. I'll take care of them, her, him, whoever it is. Amen. But just move forward. Don't let it change you. Hit that reset. Because sometimes all that bitterness and all that anger starts to come up and all of a sudden, got to hit it. Brings you back into reality. Brings you back to, back to the Savior. Because we forget the cross sometimes, church. Come on, somebody say amen. We forget about all that he's done on the cross and how much he has forgiven you that you need to forgive somebody else. And for some in this place, I feel that you need to forgive yourself. Some of you have not forgiven yourself for things that you've done. Come on, the, the spouse is there to remind you, amen, and this because they're going through something themselves, but you have put it on each time someone reminds you of that. That's who you are. That's not who you are in Christ. He forgave you, you're done. It doesn't matter what the other person thinks. He's forgiven you, and you have to walk in that forgiveness, not walk in that shame. Somebody say, take it off got to believe that God forgave you so that can come off. The shame comes off of you, church. We, we learn from that. We don't want to become that no more. And so those are the things that we learn. But, but you're forgiven. Don't walk in it no more. Forgive yourself. Somebody say, I forgive me. So you can press the reset button in your life. Repent and get a start over, a fresh start for 2024. I know that it'd be awesome, amen, that when your spouse acts up and your children are going crazy, amen, that you can just hit the reset button. Hi, honey. (laughs) But you can't hit the reset button for them. Come on, because we just be going, ding, 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 ding. It doesn't work that way. Who has to hit the reset button? You. You have to hit it. You have to hit that reset button. Sometimes it's in the heart. Sometimes we have to reset our minds. We got to reset all kinds of things. You got, you got, to, you got God change my stinking thinking. Come on, reset, reset, reset. Thoughts and minds and images and things that you shouldn't have. God, cleanse me, cleanse me. Because what comes from there, it will sink into the heart, amen. And from the heart, the mouth speaks. So God, don't let it get here because it'll go here and pretty soon I'm speaking it. God, help me in my mouth. Some of you guys need to reset. God, help me. I say the wrong things sometimes. I, 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 I don't mean it, but it comes out wrong. Come on, get some hood out, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I'm getting hood here now. God did change us, Amen. It changes the way we walk, talk, everything else, church. I don't say we, we become weird or robots, but we got to change some tone. You know, some of us, you're still walking like you're still part of the neighborhood. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> you're saved now. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Strain a little bit up. Amen. <laughs> we know you're a part of the neighborhood. We know you grew up there. We know God did some great things, but you don't need walking like that or talking like that no more. I mean, you be you. Clean up some of you. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Listen, 
The reset button is a choice. And you, say me, you have to make it. We will, if we can change people, if I can change my spouse or kids, amen, I'll be hitting the reset button all the time. I say, all right, boom, I just hit her, boom, he's good, she's good. Oh, it'd be good, amen, but it's a choice that has to come from the person. They have to want to change. God, reset. It's me. It's me in the need of prayer. It's not my brother or my sister, but it's me, oh, Lord, standing. We pray for everybody else, and sometimes you don't pray for yourself. You gotta, you gotta say, God, I need a reset. I have pain. I, I have heartache. I have things from the past are still harming. I still have unforgiveness. God, I need a reset. A reset in love, a reset of who you are in my life. I am perfect in you. Don't let the world tell you what they see in you. No, no. Let them see the heart inside of you. Somebody say, Amen. We have been made perfect through Christ Jesus, yet we are still being made holy through his death and his resurrection. Christ once and for all made his believers, and that is the key, church. you got to be a believer. Anybody a believer in this house? Come on, it's not just I believe. It believe is the living standard. It has to align to your lifestyle, amen. I, I believe, and so that's why I do this. That's the way I walk this or talk this, amen. It's not just I believe, amen. There's a lot of believers out there, but they're not walking the faith. It says, Makes us believers. When we are believers, then then we live and then we are made perfect in God's sight. And the process, listen, uh, the process of resets, come on, that cleanses us and sets us apart. It's the process. It's not a one-time process. It's not just coming to the altar and boom, uh, your life's put back together. No, it's a process of those resets, amen. The process because, come on, we we grew up this way. Uh, we were taught this way for years and years, so our mind has to change. Our, our heart has to change. Our, 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 our talk has to change, amen. Yes, we get saved and we have the moment with God, but it does not stop at the altar, church. It starts with your life. God, I need a reset. God, I still have bitterness. It would be great, amen. You got the sinner's prayer or I can pray over someone and boom. Man, happily ever after. Come on. Boom. She becomes your princess. Boom, amen. He's your, he's your, he's your, your prince charming. Right? Boom. You kiss him. He was a, he was a, he was a, he was a, a, a frog and boom. Woo. Look what I got now. Wouldn't that be awesome? Man, it'd be awesome if I can pray and then the 2024 ends and say, Pastor, man, I had a perfect year. I didn't do nothing. I'm perfect. I said, man, I need to put that on TV then. Make some money off of this. Hallelujah. But it's a process, listen, of resets. Spouses have to hit a reset. We have to hit a reset with our kids. Come on, somebody. Come on. We got to teach our kids how to hit the reset. Come on. We got to teach coworkers how to do a reset. See, you're there in your place where you're placed at to help people hit resets in their lives. I know that's why I'm working still because God says, hey, you know what? There are some people in this, in this place, amen, that you need to teach resets before you leave. The resets and with Christ, they can do it. Can somebody say amen? We shouldn't be surprised or ashamed or shocked that all of us still need to grow. <laughs> Come on. All of us need to grow, church. We shouldn't be ashamed like, man, you're still. I need resets. Don't judge me. I need prayer. Don't judge me. Fast with me. I need resets. I fall short. Come on, don't put me on a platform because I'll disappoint you. Come on, we, we all need resets. We all fall short. The Bible says we all fall short. There's none righteous, not one church. And so we're going to go through a process. Jesus says you're going to have troubles. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to go through some things. Amen. You're going to say something. But he said you can do a reset with me. And we have to learn to do the reset instead of staying in it and then becoming it. Hit the reset and become who you need to be in Christ. Can somebody say amen? It's a process of resets. 
We all need resets at times. God's not finished with you. God's not finished with me. God's not finished with us. Amen. It's a process of resets. That's why you have conflicts in the church sometimes. Once you're the best sisters and preachers, it's the truth. Something was said, something was mentioned, something was stared, something was said wrong, whatever it is, and all of a sudden we shut down as family. And says, say, man, I need a reset. Come on, somebody say amen. One year they're saying all cool here, next year they're apart. Oh, she's way over, I'm going way over here then. <laughs> Heck no. No, no, I see her now, I don't go over here. <laughs> Pretty soon, you don't want to even be here because they're there. And because you haven't learned the, the power of forgiveness. And saying, that's my brother, that's my sister. I need to put this aside. I need to talk about this. I need to get things right. I need a reset. You can't hit their reset, but you can hit your reset. And through that, maybe they hit their own reset. And say, so, you know what? I'm at fault too. I'm sorry. Boom, boom. And, uh, you go have coffee. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we got to have some reset, church. It's not just for you. It's for us as a family. We're going to grow as a church, and we're going to conquer a city for Jesus Christ or go beyond the city walls here and go into nations. We need some resets in our lives. We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through tribulation. We're going to have some hard times, but we've got to learn how to hit the reset. That way it does not take anything from his name. That we be the representatives that we need to be showing this world who Christ is. Showing, yes, I'm human. Yes, that hurt me, but I forgive them. How come? How can you forgive them? Because of Christ in me. And he can do for you. And then it opens opportunity to share the gospel to those that don't understand that. There's power there, church. Your resets can set other resets. Come on, somebody. Come on. Get that whole house in reset. Hallelujah. Come on. Get, devil, get out. Reset. Reset yourself. Reset. Come on. You can hit the reset in your home and establish your home, church. Come on. It should be a, a, a peace. That, that should be your safety ground. That should be your shelter. Come on. I don't let nothing come in my house. Reset. Get out. You can cast devils out, you know that. Come on, they come home with your children, cast them out. Shandle them every time they come in. Shakara, what are you doing? Just, just in case you have a demon inside you. <laughs> just in case you brought something with you today. We're going we're gonna to take care of it right here. It's true, come on. Come on, our, things get on our kids. Just like the world gets on us, it gets on them, man. They got all kinds of stuff they're dealing with. They bring that stuff here. That out. You Okay. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Just to make sure. Check it out. <laughs> Shandle that person. <laughs> get out. Somebody say, get out. Praise the Lord. It's a process of research, church, that cleanses us. Listen, listen, and sets us apart to be made holy. I said, we shouldn't be surprised if we all still need to grow, church. He's not finished with us. It's not finished with you. Tell your neighbor, I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. I got to remind myself when, when I blow with my wife and, I, and I'm not being sensitive at the time. You know, I'm just being selfish or being just me or just thinking about me because when we get saved, it's not about us, it's about others. And it's so easy to do that in the home, amen. We do it for everybody else because we want to we wanna look good, we want to be good. And you say, oh, that's a brother, that's a good sister. So we, we, we say the right things to each other, but then we don't offer it to our own families, our own spouses, our own children. And sometimes I forget that. I get so tired of this, and I can use excuses, and I can use this, and I can mix it in with feeling and all this. And I say, God, I got to do the same. With, I got to put my wife first. Got to put my kids first. Got to put people in front of me first. So my family first. My, you know, my kids, grandkids, everything. I got to put them first. And so sometimes I got to hit the reset. God, I got to be more sensitive. Got to be more considerate. 
I gotta be more more uh, understanding. Gotta have more. I gotta have more love, more compassion. God, I, those are the resources I hid for my life for my wife. I said, God, I gotta be more more compassionate to her. I gotta show her more love. You know, I gotta you know I gotta I gotta gotta be sensitive. I gotta be considerate to her feelings. I gotta understand her. God, help me. Cause me, I don't know. I blow it, amen. I don't understand women at all. <laughs> I don't. Because we're two different brains, amen. We we think different, right? And through that, you're gonna have arguments eh? because we're just different. Why are different? But but God made her. So I go to I go to the factory. <laughs> I say, God, you made this one. Tell me how, how she works. <laughs> Give me the instructions on unit Maria Corral. <laughs> I don't want to need, I don't need to read your, 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 your owner's manual. I just need to read my owner's manual for my girl. Amen. Hallelujah. And through that, it helps me to take care of the others. Because the other ones I'm going to be nice to anyway. Because I, I have to, I guess. No, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, it, that will just overflow. And through that, the Holy Spirit gives me understanding for you guys. When I need to talk with you guys or my wife needs to talk to you. But with my wife, I, I need the owner's manual. God, give me the, now you got computers, I can just download it. There it is. Now just read. I read all about Maria. <laughs> but it helps me to be a better husband. And sometimes I forget that through the course of being busy and I lose it, I got to hit the reset. And tr- busyness, holidays, sermons, working, doing all this stuff. And I said, God, I had not given enough time for my wife. I got to hit a reset. Because I'm not being sensitive. I'm not being considerate. I'm not having understanding. I'm not showing love or compassion. I have not brought her a creamer. <laughs> if you don't know, creamer's the way to my wife's heart. <laughs> if I get her the right creamer, I say, well, look what I bought for you. <laughs> Boom. And you just hit a reset, amen. And pretty soon it hits her own reset. <laughs> Because I was thinking about her. When I bring flowers, I don't just get them because they're on sale, though it helps. <laughs> but I thought about her. Get those flowers from my girl. Three ninety nine. I'll take two. <laughs> the resets. God sets up things in front of us that reminds us that we need a reset. And said, so, God, I blew it. God has said the wrong thing. I need to reset. Can somebody say amen? Somebody say reset. Thank God for the reset button. When I started putting this, man, the Nintendo game was, man, what a clever clever thing for, for a game. Because you ever see people gaming now? They lose their mind. They're throwing things, but with, with the Nintendo, you started bad. Oh, man, I messed up that. I messed that move. I, messed, I wasn't paying attention. Dink. Reset. Start over. Okay. And you get back into it. It was just a great, great button on a game system. But it's a great, great button that God has given us. Hit the reset. When we press the reset button, we can be encouraged by the growth process. By purposely applying the word in all areas of our lives. By accepting the discipline and the guidance that Jesus provides for each and every one of us. And by giving him full control, listen, full control of our desires and our goals. Listen, if you want more in 24, then we're going to need more of God in 24, amen. By giving him the full control of your life. See, some of us, we only give them a little bit. We don't give them full control. You give them just a portion of it, you don't give them full control. You'll give them just Sunday, but you won't give them Wednesday. You won't give him a, a Saturday morning. You won't give him these things. He wants full control. You want full blessings, but yet we don't want to give full control to God. Come on, we want full benefits, but we want to be part-time Christians. God wants it all. Somebody say, God wants it all. And the more you give him, the more he gives you. 
It, it works together, church. And you're wondering why you're going through the struggle. Why am I still feeling? Does he have full control of your life? And you can answer that to yourself. And, and if you're not doing the very parts, those are the things that you need to reset. I need to read more. I need to pray more. I need to give more. I need to do these things more so I can be more in for him. It's a process, church. We fall short. We've got to hit the reset. We don't just stay short. We don't give up. We don't quit. We hit a reset button. We go on. We learn. We move forward and say, God, I repent. God, I give you my whole life. Jesus laid down his life for the whole world. The whole, the whole world, even when you were born, he laid it down for you in 2022, 2023, and now going to 2024. He wants all of you. You don't want part-time you. He wants all of you. Loving him all the time. The hard times, the, the frustration. You can get mad at God. You can talk to God. He understands that. And he'll line you back right up. Give him full control. Just hit the reset button and start a new year with a fresh new start. Boom. That's what we need to do today. I'm leaving 2023. I'm leaving my attitudes. I'm leaving everything behind. I'm hitting my reset button today. Not tomorrow. Well, I still got one night. I'm going to do one more thing before this year's over. Then when I wake up in the morning, I'll hit the reset button. But the Bible does say, no one's promised tomorrow. You may not wake up to press that button. Today's the day of salvation, the Bible says. Today, you've got to make the choice. Today, if you, if you do that with God and you're playing with God, then you're not going to be serious in 2024 either. You won't. Thinking, one more. One more drink. One more of this. One more of that. Whatever it is. One more time. You'll lose in 2024 already because you're already lost now. You've got to make up your mind and say, I'm going to hit that reset. I want a new start. I want to wake up sober tomorrow morning. I don't want to wake up in the county jail or wake up dead. <laughs> How can you wake up dead? I don't know. <laughs> he woke up dead. <laughs> Amen. Let's hit the reset button. So I'm going to go like this. Let's put it right here for right now. Reset. Reset my heart, God. Reset me, Father. Reset me. It's me. I need a reset. We want it for everybody else. We want it for them. you, we, I need a reset. Look at the next three verses as I close this up. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15 and 18, it says this, And the Holy Spirit, also testifies to this. For he says, this is the new covenant, and I will make with my people on that day, and the, says the Lord. And I will put my law in their hearts, and I will, I will write them on their minds. And he says, I will remember their sins and lawless deeds, uh, I, and their sins will be forgiven, and there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. Pressing your reset button when the Lord, amen, gives you a new start. It gives you a new beginning, amen. It gives you a, a new thing, and, and, and you, you start to apply more for 24, church. And here in this passage of Scripture, the, the Hebrew writer here wraps up the argument with this powerful statement that God will never remember your sins again. When you confess them, he removes them and throws them away as far as the east is from the west, church. He never reminds you. He doesn't put it in his back pocket. He doesn't say, remember when you did this. He remembers them no more. So you don't need to come to him again and say, God, forgive me. He's forgiven you. That is a lie from the devil when you keep thinking he's having, if you keep doing it and still offering this the, the same uh, uh, offense over and over that's been done away, he's already forgiven you. Let it go and move on. 
You're going to need it in, 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 in the future. But that sin, that that you gave up, that you gave to him, he remembers no more. Come on. God forgives you completely. There is no need to confess our past sins repeatedly. Hit the reset and you're done. But you move forward and you grow. Amen? As I close today, as believers, that when we press that reset button for that fresh start, for that new beginning, for that start over, as we do that today and go into 2024, we can be confident that the sins we confess, the sins that we renounce, are forgiven and forgotten. Hallelujah. They're gone, church. Right when you speak it, right when you said it, he removes it. He goes, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. All I see is a son. All I see is a daughter that I have forgiven. Come on, somebody. All we got to do is press the reset button and grace will come. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on, let's all stand.